Welcome to Sexy Time, where we answer your questions about sex, relationships, and everything sexy in between. Don't forget, you can send your burning questions by voice or email to sexytimedlove at gmail.com. That's sexytime, D-L-O-V-E, at gmail.com. Anonymous questions are welcome. Thanks for hooking up with us today. Now, let's cozy up and join our hosts, Alice and BK Johnson. Hey, welcome back to Sexy Time. Welcome back. Thank you to our sexy, sexy mistress of ceremonies for that wonderful introduction. Yes, I love How it. How are you, BK? I'm good. I'm a bit sleep deprived. So if I say something odd, you I'm going to totally blame it on that. And I know you are too. So uh, this is going to be a live one. Anyone listening? Let's go. Oh, How are you man. doing, Alice? I'm, <laughs> I'm doing great. Uh, I am in training right now to be a flight attendant, and I am just super excited. I'm having a really wonderful time. I will say, I although I can't say which company I'm going to be working for, uh, I am over the moon uh, that I made the choice that I did. I really love this this group of people. I really love the people in my class, and um, I'm just super happy to be here. I am waking up at the butt crack of dawn. The butt for those crack. of you who like butt cracks, um, plumber's crack yeah, is sexy I sometimes. I gotta admit, I'm having a report for duty at like 3 a.m. It's crazy. Um, and I'm I'm working all day and all and real hard and long and and uh, it sounds really sexy, but it's actually just cramming a whole bunch of information into my brain. Um, and you know, I gotta say, I even underestimated even applying for this job, mm. even like you know looking forward to becoming a flight attendant. I even underestimated what flight attendants do. What? Yeah, they are the badass emergency curators of the sky, um, and I'm excited. I'm real excited to become a, a badass flight you attendant. You are. It's, it's a lot. Soon it's to a be a badass curator of the sky. Let's go. Yeah, man. It's it's a lot of responsibility. It's a lot of it's a lot to remember. It's a lot to know. It's a lot to be prepared for, and it's a lot to be on call for. And I'm I'm here for it. I'm here well, for look it. At, and, you, and you're still doing sexy time. I know you're still doing coaching. You're still doing a lot of stuff. So I, I'm really appreciative. And everyone here in the live stream and, and all of you listening on the podcast, give it up for Alice. She's a sexy rabbit. <laughs> boing, boing. You should have seen her bouncing in the live stream. If you want to catch that, go to YouTube. Oh, yeah. Special thanks to everyone on YouTube as well and in the podcast for listening. But on YouTube, we just hit a milestone of 100 plus subs. So we are now officially uh, YouTube forward slash C forward slash 60 time podcast as well. We have our Sexy own time URL. Podcast. Sexy time podcast on YouTube. Look it up. It's there. Yeah. And uh, if you don't want to look it up, you can check it out in the show notes below. And uh, we always have sexy pillow talk after these shows so if you want to do that go to our patreon patreon.com for slash sexy time podcast as well thank come you for all it, our kids. lovers mm. come and get it you can join our major amazing patreons we have some amazing freaking patreons and we now have a dungeon master mm. shout Ooh, out to monster j our dungeon master out. and koala it's koala our other shout out we got two nice. shout outs you can get a shout out too. come to our patreon we appreciate all of you lovers out there, and we're always open to more lovers. Thank you so much. And let me just say, like, it's Koala Monster J. You two are so sexy, and we are so grateful for you. Thank you for all your support and all of our Patreons and all of our lovers. We are so grateful for you. Again, uh, you're welcome to join us on Pillow Talk after the show but only if you're a patron or one of our d live subscribers we're so grateful for you we hope you join us today we'll be we'll be having a good time in pillow talk today in fact we could even have a little pillow fight on my hotel bed who knows oh yes oh you were bouncing before we got a pillow pillow fight talk coming up oh my god all right, let's get the show over with so I can get to this pillow talk. Uh, <laughs> okay, let's do it. Let's do it. Today's theme is letdowns. We start off on our theme days with a sexy soapbox. Would you like to uh, do us the honors of starting us off, Alice? Or I know you said you, you had an idea for letdowns. So. I did, although I'm just realizing I think one of these questions I pulled up, I've 
already asked. Oh, really? We've already covered this one. So okay. that's a letdown. I have two questions, though. <laughs> I got two. I got two. So we got I this. got two, too. Great. We'll be on it. We'll be on it. Okay. So this actually comes from last week's. Oh, wait. But we're doing the soapbox, soapbox yep, first, yep. right? Yeah. Oh, well. Okay. So for this soapbox, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to dig way back way 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 back you're not even gonna believe how far i'm gonna dig back i'm reaching way down in there i'm gonna dig all the way back to eighth grade i think it was eighth grade anyway eighth so grade. like 10 years ago uh-huh that's right thank you pretty for, back pretty for back there calculating it's like that a decade I appreciate that's that. a decade mm -hmm. holy crap yeah, yeah you're right just, that's just way a few back days ago mm -hmm. um so so back in eighth grade, man, um, I had this huge crush on this guy. We'll call him Jeff. It wasn't Jeff. We'll call him Jeff. Hmm. Although. Call him Brian. Never mind. I never did actually. Oh, yeah. I was going to say I did date. One of my first two oh. boyfriends was a Brian. Oh. And I have dated two Brians. In fact, I forgot about that. I've dated two Brian's, two Steve's, and two no, two Brian's, two Steve's, this. two Tom's, and two Michael's. I have to ask because <laughs> there is always a war between Brian's. I never get involved, but I have to ask just for all you Brian's out there, was were they spelling with an I or a Y? If I. you remember. They were both with I? Wow. They were oh, actually no. One I dated each? three Brian's and <gasps> one was with a Y. Two Brian I one actually one. is is the more common name I have dated. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. Thank you for being on this date with me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Jesk. You know, I'm uh, one of our one of our um, amazing live stream viewers. Just reminded me of uh, one of our favorite TV shows, What We Do in the Shadows. Um, oh. And there's this great, there's this just great character Nadia who keeps calling this guy Gregor, and his name is Jeff, and she can't she can't get past <laughs> the fact that his name is so boring. She's just like. Jeff, it's very funny. Anyway, so let's call him Jeff. Yes. Uh, and he was kind of, he was very handsome. He had like long curly hair, which back in eighth grade, I thought was really sexy. And um, he, he and I were talking on the phone and we were talking a lot. And, um, you know, we used to hang out with all these different people at the roller skating rink. I mean, I'm I'm kind of a nerd. I'm into choirs and roller skating. Like, I, I'm a big fan of of all this stuff. So, video games. It's you pretty know. hot. Thank you. I I like being a nerd. So, um, roller skating was really my thing, and I would go every Friday night. And this guy Jeff, we'll call him, was really like hitting on me we were talking on the phone and i just thought he was the best thing since sliced bread and his friends told me that he was going to ask me out um and i was so excited and I, I couldn't wait to go to the roller skating rink that friday night and i went and i showed up and you know what happened what happened he asked out my oh no friend stacy we'll call her stacy oh wasn't no stacy we'll call her Stacy. Ouch. And I was crushed. I was so crushed. I was so sad. And you know, I gotta say, as as upset I was as I was with my friend, as upset as I was with the guy, and as upset as I was with the friends who told me that he was gonna ask me out. What was really difficult for me was the expectation. Mm. It wasn't that this guy led me on, right? Like he yeah. made a different choice. He, you know, sometimes you get really into somebody, but they're actually also trying to see if they might be into someone else. This happened to me as an adult too, right? I started dating this. I went on a date, a first date with this guy and we hit it off and it was amazing. And he was messaging me and telling me I was magical the next day. And like, he was just wonderful. And he checked all the boxes and like our jobs were very like similar. And we had like all these parallels. It was awesome. And then like we had a, we immediately the next day set up a date for Tuesday. Cause we were like, 
like, yeah, let's do this again. And Monday rolls around and he messages me and says, I'm so sorry, but this woman I started dating before you wants to try monogamy and I want to try it with her. And I was like, ah. But here's the thing about both of those letdowns. Mm -hmm. Hey there. Uh, those of you who are on the live stream that are popping in, just so you know, there are two of me. So I'm having some internet connection issues. Uh, and the reason for that is uh, I'm away uh, at flight attendant training school again. So, so um, I'm at a hotel and the Wi-Fi is a little spotty. So we've got like two cameras on me right now in case one of them fails. So there's that. Anyway, um, but yeah, so these two guys, right? Like I could have been really upset that they let me down, but here's the truth. What those guys were telling me was that they were into me, but not enough. And I didn't listen to that message. I didn't understand that message the first time. I understood it the second time. The first time when I had an opportunity to make out with that guy again, mm. Jeff, call him Jeff. Oh boy, did I take advantage of it. Was it any good for me? No. Did it lead to anything real? No, because that guy was never really into me enough. And the second guy, when he asked me out months later on a date, mm -hmm. I let it go because you know what? It was clear to me that he chose someone else over me the first time. Mm -hmm. And that was probably a good idea. Interesting. So sometimes when someone lets you down, it's sort of like that, that little saying, you know, when somebody shows you who they, who they are, believe them. Believe them. Um, I think if somebody lets you down once, Unless you're already dating them, that's another story. But when it's when it's initial, right, and they choose someone over you, let it go. Because mm -hmm. it's never really gonna work. I love it. Let it go. That's why that song is so famous. Well, here's a yeah. So my 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 soapbox is the opposite i had zero expectations and that's what shocked me <laughs> where i i recently lost my partnership on on d live for streaming some replays of my game show and i was hoping i mean like i guess my only and expectation the podcast you don't already know d live is the streaming platform that we originally we started the show started on. streaming yeah sexy time on yep and so thank you everyone who's still here checking us out because we definitely have some lovely people uh, but like, and I guess the only expectation I would have is that I would hope for like, I mean, it wasn't an expectation. It was like a hope for a warning or something, but, uh, it was just taken away. So, and your, your soapbox really actually like spoke to me. Actually, I wasn't even thinking of, of it this way, but it is almost like it is, oh, I, I, yeah. it's like, I'm not wanted and that's okay. Like it's let it go. And I, I totally was in the process of letting it go, but it was just so fresh that I'm like, it's just, you know, I'm sorry. you did a lot of, I did a lot of work and you said that last week uh, in the live stream. It was really nice of you. That Yeah, you worked so hard on your shows. You worked so hard on your content. You are really like by far one of the hardest working streamers I know, or like anything really. I mean, you work hard on everything you do. Yeah, I try. But, uh, and so again, it's you like, I don't think I'm wanted and that's, okay and i can let it go um there was it was interesting um when i found out i was listening to one of my favorite albums by kanon he's a dusty foot philosopher and uh he's a great rap artist that's one of my favorite I'm albums glad it's Kanon and not q but that's another <laughs> yeah, story it's, not Q it's k apostrophe n-a-a-n and uh yeah it was like i i it was one of my favorite songs i actually sang it to you in an interview you gave with me it was the wave and flag song you know when i get older i will be stronger but there was a, a lyric in it that was uh you know i heard them say love is the way love is the answer that's what they say but look how they treat us make us believe make us believers we fight their battles then they deceive us try to control us they couldn't hold us because we just because we just keep moving forward like buffalo soldiers and i think that's the letting go part is keep moving forward and don't look back and uh that I was listening to that album and that's those lyrics came up and I was like, oh, dang, yeah, I just need to move forward and let it go and it's gonna be okay. Um, I mean, if you want to, my other hero, one of my heroes is Solomon and it's kind of like, yeah, a lot of biblical stuff that was just saying, don't look back, let it go, 
Jesus with the... I know it's not that sexy, but hey, it's my soapbox. I can do whatever I want. But, <laughs> but, but uh, yeah, if they, you know, bring your peace to whatever you do. If they don't want it, take your peace back and then shake your dust off your feet and keep going. That's you know what? Hard work is sexy too. And so is... Um... What's the word I'm looking for? So, so is like having a good mental attitude for the life that you're living. I think that's really sexy. I actually, when I like have dating profiles ever active, I, I make sure that I say that like, yes, I am, um, what do they call it? A sapiosexual. I really like it when people are smart. I'm really turned on by smart people, but also people who are emotionally, intelligent like who who are able to like work on personal development i find that very sexy so i gotta say like it's all right you're going through a thing and the fact that you are trying to get on the other side of it and find some positivity find the gift and opportunity oh, yeah. in this moment where you're where you're struggling and where you've had a letdown i think that's very sexy well, man thank like, you it's a very Box. Oh, thank you. I mean, like the first reaction, I guess I have grown in my old age and that's sexy. Thank you. Uh, because I, my first thought was like of appreciation of all the good things, you know, like, I, I mean, that's basically the main first reaction is, is that is like, thank you for all the things that we did accomplish, you know, before the letdown. And so I think, I think the best part of the letdown too, is like the honesty. Um, you know, I, I do. We, we, there's a lot of questions that come up here on Sexy Time where it's like, you should you should do this now before you get in deep, you know. And so I think the honesty of a of a letdown, like anything like that, or of not being wanted or whatever it is that we're talking about, you know, different situations, the honesty of it is the best part. Where it's like, um, oh, another movie comes up. Uh, what's it called? Uh, a Bronx Tale. That's one of my favorite parts where he's talking about a, a kid that owes him money. He keeps trying to bug him. It's like two teenagers, and then he asked the one of his, you know, the, the gangster who's kind of his father figure, his other father figure. It's like, what should I do about this guy? He's not going to pay me back. He's, he, I keep trying to, you know, he owes me that. And he says like, wait, is this like a friend? Do you like this guy? Is he a good friend of yours? He's like, no. It's like, well then, don't worry, he'll never bother you again. It's the, it's the, you got off cheap, twenty bucks. That's it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> like, you know, like let it go. It's okay. You now you know that about him. He's, you know, he's that way, and he doesn't want to be honorable with you and honest with you so he'll never want to bother you again out of that shame of not paying back that 20 bucks so let it go and it's okay so yeah i think it's a one way to get again sexier emotionally i like that i like it let it go ready for a question <laughs> i'm so ready help stop me before i, I become elsa <laughs> okay here's the question um, I need some help. I've, I'm married and I'm somewhat lost right now. Been married for almost 11 years with two kids. No real fights. And actually, we, we usually get along really great in pretty much everything. I try to make sure I tell my wife she's beautiful on a daily basis and remind her how great of a mom she is. I know she doesn't always hear it, but I feel she needs to hear me say it because, let's be honest, being a mom is hard as shit. <laughs> That's true. But But for the issue... And it might not be a shock with these two small kids, I hope, but it's in the bedroom. For quite some time, the sex has been rudimentary. I have a fairly high sex drive, meaning I'd like to have sex daily, but I understand that's not always a possibility. So it may happen usually once every two to three weeks, but it seems like it's definitely obligation sex as far as I can tell. And it seems like it's the last thing she wants to do every time. I'm at a loss as to what to do. I floated a carnal quiz to her to possibly spice things up. It opened a window for a few minutes, but as quickly as it opened, it actually closed. I tried offering showers, baths, uh, massages, oral. I sent her out with friends for a full spa day. I'm at her beck and call and it's not just connecting. I'm not trying to project to say that she's, you know, denying me or that she's being a bad wife. She's actually a fantastic spouse and an amazing mother, but I'm afraid she has zero attraction to me now. It's one of those, maybe she just loves me and I'm not sure she's in love with me anymore. Not sure what to do next, other than to maybe suggest an open marriage or ask if she wants to sow her oats elsewhere. I hope not, but if so, I do understand. What do you think I should do? Um, this is the first time I feel like a listener answered their own question. Mm -hmm. Talk. This, <laughs> Talk to him. The listener knows what they want to do. 
They they already gave they just gave themselves a solution. Absolutely. Yes. I agree with you listener. You should talk to your your partner and say, "Hey, what's going on?" This is happening. Do you want to do you want to open things up? I don't really want to open things up, but but uh I I I need more sexual connection in my life and maybe you do too and I'm I'm afraid to say this to you cuz I love you and I don't want to lose you and I think you're amazing but um I think we need to talk about this. Yes, 100%. You've you've got the start of the conversation down. You're ready to go. You already know how to start this conversation. Now, your partner might be like, "Look, I'm just having a really bad time. Hey, I need to go to therapy. I could use some depression meds." It's hard for me being a mom. I don't know what I'm doing, you know? Like I'm I want to stay monogamous and I'm here for you, but like I need help. Like you you don't know. You don't know what again, it, it comes down to like communication and not making assumptions, but you've got the perfect start to the conversation. I I have I've I've got no notes. <laughs> right? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that, those job. are Those are good. Like I mean again, I I think the the I think you're right. He has the right idea. I think I think my main point of what I'd say is uh stay away from those negative assumptions, right? Like saying you want you know, maybe I should just do that or ask if she just are you just wanting to sow your oats somewhere else. It's like saying, "Oh, that must be it." Like or like, you know, maybe just or maybe and the same thing with like maybe she's not in love with me anymore. Maybe it's just that. It's like all you're making some negative judgments on yourself, really, but projecting it a bit on her because of what's going on in the relationship i would say do get do the talk but don't stay away from those assumptions and negative things to try to because again that's like I, i mean if you reverse roles imagine someone coming to you saying you know you've been acting this way lately is it this you don't like that right like, you never really like that you never no one likes that and even if it's something silly like you've been quiet lately is something wrong with your sex drive you know it's just weird or like you know something's wrong with your sex drive is it because of your job or whatever you just come at it with a place of love and curiosity uh, and and because that's what you're really from the question that's what i'm getting is that you love her and you're you're very adamantly curious of what the fuck's going on and come at it from that approach but don't do the assumption or negative way i would just say i'm really concerned here these are some of my thoughts i'm not thinking that 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 that's what you want but it's this is the way it's making me feel that you may want this but what's going on do it that instead of like yeah, getting close totes. to the you know to the say is it just you want to show your own elsewhere or don't don't do that say the you know i'm getting this it's making me feel like you may want this is that is that what you're doing or is not like you, you have to ask the question instead of assuming or accusing so that's what i'd say you know Yeah, that's a great question. I it's a great question. Thank you for submitting it. Uh you're on the money, man. You're on it. Um what a funny thing. I just I said the word totes and my brain immediately <laughs> was just like, you know, we get these funny little words in in the lexicon that like I just I think are super cute and even if they're ridiculous, I feel like I have to say them all the time. And I'm going to be like 95 years old someday saying totes and people are going to be like, "Oh, grandma." <laughs> Totes is awesome. I love it. I love it when it's not overused though. So, I th- but you rarely I've not, I haven't I rarely hear you say it, so I'm glad like you you do it perfectly. It's perfectly used utilized. It's like that in movies too. I don't like it when it's in movies too much, but when it's like just out of the blue, it's so sexy. <laughs> that was a really fun question, man. I've never I've, we've never had a question here where I was just like, I've got no notes. You got you, it. You know what? Yeah. You got it. <laughs> you got yeah. it. Go. All right. Your, All right. your turn. Oh, I've got a funny twist on a letdown. Okay. I am 35, divorced, and previously I've only been with one partner. a long time. Um I am very self-conscious and I have not dated anyone since my divorce. Right now, I'm seeing someone that I used to work with. He's a 45-year-old male. He is very sexy and incredibly fit. I never 
in a million years thought he could be interested in me. So I was really shocked when he reached out. Unless I have to stop you. Yes. I think I asked this question in our from our pool. Yes. Are last, you last week? Yeah. <laughs> I think I did. It sounds so familiar. Is he's too hot for me? And it's a coworker, right? Yes. We talked about it last week, but you weren't here, so it's not your fault. You pulled it from the pool that I pulled from our pool. I was like, wait, wait, this will be a great test. Let's do it to see how different my answer is from yours when we're not talking. Yeah, yeah, keep going. Okay, never mind. Keep going. Keep going. Um, I'm still surprised that he wants to sleep with me. I wouldn't be like, I wouldn't mind, but if I felt better about myself, but I can't get over him being so much more attractive and fit. How do I end this now before it gets to sex? And also explain that it's not him, it's me. What I really want, listener, I'm going to just say, I don't know how you answered this, BK, but what I really want, listener, is for you to get out of your comfort zone. What I really want, listener, is is not what you want at the moment. You want to take the easy way out and let this person down because you feel like you're too good for them or they're too good for you. And here's what I'm, you have to, this is the opposite side of when somebody shows you who you, who they are, believe them. This man has shown mm. you that he's interested in you. So believe him. Ooh. You don't know enough about him to know that overall he's too good for you. And clearly you don't know enough about yourself to know that he is not too good for you. But he knows enough about you to know that he is not too good for you. And actually, you don't know what his self-esteem is like either. Maybe he's got weirdly low self-esteem and that's why he works out so hard. And maybe he Mm. thinks he's not good enough for you. Mm. You have no idea what's going on there and you're never gonna know until you find out. And I, look, on my way here to flight attendant camp, (laughs) to flight attendant boot camp, I'm just going to call it that, I had a moment on the plane where I like swallowed my tongue basically and was like, oh my God, what am I doing? Because I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. I have, I'm going to be based somewhere, nowhere near the home I just moved to. (laughs) I got my base. I'll tell you about it later, BK. Oh, nice. But I'm going to be somewhere else in the world. I don't know. I hope it's Japan. What's going to happen after that? (laughs) Yeah. I don't know where I'm going to, I don't know if I'm going to stay where I'm living or if I'm going to commute. I don't know what I'm going to do. This is a whole new world for me and I'm nervous as heck, you know? And what I, as soon as I felt that, oh, one of the people here says, get those butterflies in formation. Oh, nice. I love that. I love love that. that. Yeah. I love that. When you have those butterflies in your stomach, notice it and acknowledge it and say, you know what? Maybe my best life is on the other side of this wall that I am building for myself. And I don't know. And I'm going to take these goosebumps and this this weird bump in my throat and and all this like, oh, my God, what's going to happen next? And go, you know what? My best life might be on the other side of this. I'm going to stick through this and I'm going to see what's over here. And listen, lady, human person, lady, listener, please. Just breathe. And if you want to, if you want to have this conversation with this gentleman, here's what I propose. I propose that the conversation you have with him looks a little something like this. I'm not going to lie to you. I am so nervous because you're so handsome and I feel so inexperienced and I just, I don't even know how to act around you. And I'm, I'm just baffled that you want to be with me and humbled and, And I just want you to know that. And I'm here for it. And if you still want to hang out with me, I want to see what happens. Don't expect him to be your Prince Charming and to be your forever person. He may or may not become that. 
Don't expect anything. Let go of all your expectations and jump into the deep end. This is the deep end. But bring your swimmy arms, have the conversation with him, let him know how you feel and give it a try. You're gonna be okay. Even if you've never been swimming before, you've got this, give it a try. And if it doesn't work out, it's okay. It's gonna be a wild experience for you. And I'm, I'm, I, I think you can do it. Mm. You are so sexy, Alice. This is why. Thanks, man. Oh, that was beautiful. Um, way better than my answer. Way better than last week. And it's needed. It's so good. Uh, but no, I mean, like, it was better. <laughs> we needed that counterpoint. Uh, my, I mean, because again, like, I, I love it. Uh, I mean, you, if, if you want to listen to the, the answer, I mean, basically, I think my counterpoint to that, but question, I hope you're listening, because you got a double dose of answers. One a week apart. It's amazing. But uh, yeah, basically, my when I was soloing it, it was uh, very interesting that I think it, it, it became the poll, actually, too. It was, uh, it was part of, like, would you ever think someone's too hot for you to go out with, right? Like, do you think that's something? Is there, is there, is, do you have that feeling? Right. And actually, it was surprisingly almost like 50-50, if I remember. Like, I have to double-check it again. Oh, I forgot wow. to, I forgot to check it. I, it's, in the, it's in the logs, though. I'll, I'll grab it. I need to post I'm it in Discord. But yeah, I was surprised, too. I was like, oh, okay. And so um, this, this question was a, a bit of a topic that even leaked into Pillow Talk after the show. So oh, cool. I'm up, so glad I got to jump in on yeah, it. Yeah, so I was like, oh, and your answer. Oh, be- we, it was so perfect. It was so great. Now it's like a continuation of all of last week's kind of part of the theme. Oh, with, how and, nice. And my main thing was, you know, it's it's a, to me, it's a big lesson. I mean, because that was amazing. And, and feel Thank free to you. not worry. I'm so question how you answer. I'll have to look it up. I mean, in, in a, in a, in a, what's it called? Cliff's Notes version. It was mostly a, a big, probably like a lot of thinking about, you know, loving yourself and knowing yourself and like, you know, and like that type of thing where it's like, it, it made me kind of sad. I think that, that, um, that there is, a, and, and, it, and it was, it was nice though, because it was knowing that half the people voted that there is people that they think are too hot for them, that it's like, it's not an uncommon thing then. And you're, it's okay, but it does make me sad to, to see so many people not thinking they're good enough for someone else for, for something like that. And that's what it was like. And it's like mm, trying to find the, the path of loving and, and appreciating yourself, right? And and there and to go back on expectations, which is a good theme on these letdowns, where it's like it's the reason why great expectations was a classic. But a lot of that is expecting too much of yourself too, right? A lot of times we like to look at the expectations of the outside of or the things that's going to happen to us. But if you expect too much of yourself, it's it's, it's tough. You'll always be let you know, it's tough not to let yourself down. So. But True. oh, you're so good, you Alice. Know, you never know. I'm really nervous about becoming a flight attendant. I'm gonna go do it. <laughs> you're so good. Oh my god, you like you. That was such a motivational speech, wasn't that the most perfect answer ever? Exactly. That was chat. It was. Thank you. I want to go run through a wall right now. Like seriously, I'm just gonna be like, mm, let's fucking go. All right. Here's yes. you ready? Yes. I'm pumped. I'm I'm down one week one out of four. I finished week one. I'm feeling more confident. Got yes. this. Got everybody, this. Everybody go do something that makes you uncomfortable. Mm. Go do it. Here's a question that gets me a little uncomfortable, but don't worry. I'm going to run through this wall. Let's do it together. I think my wife drugged me with erection medication, but this what? isn't me. Um, I've always been a guy with a low sex drive. I always was labeled as gay or weird, and it's usually created problems in my relationships until, that is, when I met my wife. She actually also has a low-ish sex drive, so it just kind of worked out that way. Since having our first child, she's changed drastically. Our son is now a year old, but almost immediately after giving birth, she's been all over me, wanting sex and constant affection. I figured it was post-birth hormones, and initially I liked it. She's never been that way, and with the emotional birth of our son, it was very beautiful. We were a very happy young family. Now that it's been an entire year of this, I've slowly actually been retreating in hopes that it'll actually calm down her drive to make it a little equal, but it just makes her even hungrier for sex. Last week we we planned a surprise. She planned a surprise vacation at a nearby hotel for our anniversary. All was well until after the dinner that she prepared. She kept eyeing me, almost full on staring at me, and I could notice it. I didn't understand why, but it was our anniversary, so I just brushed it off. 
our suite had a, had a jacuzzi bath, so I ran some water and we got to it. But after, uh, wait, got we got it. Never mind. I don't know what that means. But after a half hour later, we're deep in conversation, and I notice I'm completely hard. I stop responding, and she turns around and starts giggling, grabs my cock, and starts kissing my neck, almost as if she already knew I was going to be harder that I was hard. Even though the conversation we weren't we were having wasn't sexual at all, and she couldn't have uh, felt my penis in the position we were in, and she couldn't see it through the bubbles. So that night she was in the 100% in the driver's seat, and I was actually just kind of there. Eventually we got out of the bath, and she told me to lay in bed. I was feeling so out of it and confused. I just did whatever she said. We had sex all night, and at no point did I ever get soft. She kept wanting more and more and more while I was completely on autopilot, and my erection actually didn't go down until six that morning. And uh, she just chalked it up to years of backed-up sex drive. Now, it's been a, f a week, and I feel horrible for even thinking that she could have drugged me, but even every other conclusion I've thought of just doesn't make any sense to me. I've never in my life stayed hard for eight hours straight or felt that cloudy or foggy mentally eight after hours. this. Yeah, that's getting close to prior prism, right? But uh, I just pray she got what she needed out of her system that night, and we can just go back to where we were a year ago, uh, because she truly is the love of my life. And if she did this to me, I honestly don't know what to do or how to deal with this pain. What should I do? Oh, oh, that this may be the hardest question we have ever answered. Yeah. It's a oh. letdown. Okay, listener. Um, I, I just want to start by saying I'm so sorry that that happened to you. Um... I'm so sorry that that happened to you. Eight hours. Um, I've only ever heard of that kind of thing happening on um, non-standard medications. Mm. Um, like the stuff that you buy from like the questionable shop on the corner in the city. Yeah. Um, I've, I have not heard of that happening and I, it could just be that I have not heard of it happening, but I have not heard of that happening on, um, like Viagra, like it, it more than four hours. Yes. But eight, Eight is a very long time. Um, and it sounds like this guy has no experience, anything like that in his life. Um, I just want to start out by saying that even though you don't want to admit that this is possible, um, I think it's really important for us to acknowledge your pain and for us to acknowledge um your right to be upset and acknowledge that um there is there is some built-in sexism with our society that if a woman were to have a similar scenario somehow um that would be you know that would be a, a huge violation, right? Mm -hmm. And I guess the only like similar, similar kind of, I mean, it, it's, it's actually somewhat, it's, it's, it's not just, it's not just like, like feeling like you've been kind of raped, you know, in the sense that like, she literally took advantage of you and just sat on your dick all night. Like that's, that's a problem. Mm -hmm. um, but also, she drugged you yeah. without your consent. That's actually two violations in one. Um, uh, it, you know, uh, like, it's like, like when you think about psychedelics, for example, like, you know, no matter how much you want to help somebody, like, I'm sure she's, okay. So, you know, psychedelics have been known for years now. They've been studied and they've been shown to really help people with depression, PTSD, anxiety, like all that stuff, right? And so I know a lot of people who have used them that have said that they're wonderful and, and they, they talk about family members they wish that they could dose, 
right? Like, oh, I wish I could give this to my so-and-so mm -hmm. or like, I should just dose so-and-so because they don't want to try it, but mm -hmm. you know, it would be so good for them. And I'm sure that she is coming to this situation with this perspective, thinking, oh, you know what? I should just drug my husband because actually it'd be really good for us, right? She's she's planned this like staycation. She really wants to like make things different for the two of you. But here's the problem. She's not communicating with you about it. Mm -hmm. Instead, she's taking advantage of you not just taking advantage of you, violating you without your consent in two different ways at once. And I am very sorry. And the fact that you don't remember much of it is also problematic. Yeah. I don't know what you were given, but um, you definitely, you cannot, you cannot pretend that this didn't happen because you love your wife and hope that it goes away. Because here's the problem. If she does it again, with the same stuff, you could have a heart attack and die. Mm -hmm. Whatever this stuff is, it is not good for you. And it is not safe. It's not good for your mental situation. It's not good for your sexual health. And it's definitely not good for your physical health. And so, I, again, I am so sorry that this happened to you. You need to confront your wife. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about this. You need mm -hmm. to confront your wife because she cannot be allowed to do this to you ever again. She needs to now, understand, yeah. Should you choose to forgive her for this? And you, you don't have to, but it sounds like you want to. So should you choose to forgive her for this? First of all, I recommend seeing a therapist together, 100%. I think the two of you should seek counseling and see a therapist about this because you've got some healing to do. Whether you realize it right now or not, this, this is going to really bother you for some time, especially if you don't address it and especially if you don't process it. So I recommend that the two of you see a therapist together about this, no matter what she tells you no matter how she responds when you go to talk to her about this, I think you need to go to therapy together to deal with the situation. And I think that that's actually just generally a good idea for dealing with the mismatch in your libidos and how to move forward from here. Because you guys have some exploring to do. You have something to figure out. Should you choose to forgive her for this incident, you need to figure out how you're going to move forward with her with this advanced libido when you are not as high a sex drive as she is. Maybe you end up opening your marriage. Maybe there's some other option. But um, I mean, honestly, maybe you choose to get divorced. I don't know what you want to do, but um, I want to say that no matter what you choose, you were violated in two different directions at once. And you have every right to be upset. You have every right to want to sort this out and process it and make sure that it's dealt with fully, thoroughly, and that you're able to move on in a way that you feel loved and respected and cared for. Because this is not an example of how anybody could do that to their for their partner. Yeah. Well, it's again. I, I'm so sorry. I agree with everything you said. So sorry. I mean, it's it's awful, uh, and a lot of people in chat are also echoing our, you know, our condolences. So sorry that, that that you have to deal with this and continue. Will will have to, especially from the way the question is posed. It sounds like you are trying to, you know, figure out what to do so you can keep everything intact and whatnot, and, for, and get to the path of forgiveness and trying to rebuild some sort of trust and healthy relationship because obviously you hit a huge bump in the road and it also brought back and in chat was talking about you mentioned it a little bit with the sex drive I'm trying to move forward if and after you get through all this stuff definitely want to talk about the differences in sex drive because that two questions ago it was the one where uh the wife was having a lower libido and worried about that and in chat uh, there was someone who mentioned 
Actually, it was our it was our safe word, Dungeon Master, Master J, mentioned about uh, sex drive getting older, and you know, isn't there? Don't you expect changes? And I do think I think it's the the huge swings that are the problem. I think we all expect some changes, sometimes in the positive and negative, because hers was in the positive where she really wanted to up the sex, but then if he's not going at all with the positive with her, and he said he did in the beginning, but again, we all will have these varying degrees, and different things can affect that. The problem is when it swings too harsh, where it's down to zero from high, or you know what I mean, like. Or if, or if this, where it goes this far, and then when it becomes that extreme, bad things can happen when it swings that high and you don't, um, un, to me, it, it was screaming, you care more about, like it becomes sex is the scapegoat. Um, sorry, our libido was so high, or, or I couldn't handle it, I had to do this terrible thing. And it's like, that's what the pain as well. Um, another painful thing is hearing like, you know, a lot of the times it's like, you know, sex drive. Uh, and the sex change, you know, it swung that hard. It's it becomes the scapegoat where it's really they're not caring. You're not caring. She wasn't caring about you as a as a husband, as a person, as an as a, as anything. Like that was the problem. Nothing to do with like this. Again, all of our sex drives change. All of these things can happen. Um, it's it's how you actually view things, and that's what I would say. The drug strength is a big thing. I've actually. I've told my story about, you know, the first time I tried to have sex with my wife, before she was my wife, she was my girlfriend at the time, uh, we weren't even engaged, and uh, I had a very difficult time getting it up, so I did end up going to a doctor, because I never had that problem, and uh, I did try, um, what was it, Cialis, right? And the mm. first time I tried it was a full pill that they the doctor prescribed, and that was... Oh, you tried a full one when you were young, oh dear. Well, it was like <laughs> a smaller, it was a smaller size, but he said, here, I'm going to give you the smaller amount. And so you could take one and this, and I was like, okay. And so I took it, and shit, that lasted way too long. <laughs> it wasn't the eight hours, but it was still long and scary for a while. Where I'm like, oh my god, like how many times are we gonna be able to do this? And then I'm still, I'm still hard, and it's starting to get a little uncomfortable. So like, and so from that point on, I took like halves. And, right. And a quarters, lot of people do it that way. You know what I mean? Yeah, I got like the pill cutters and and like that's what I mean. Like e even someone who's gone through a doctor and prescribed that and they did all this stuff yeah. and that was still dangerous to a point. And that's why it's like all, again, the complete disregard for a partner's safety is difficult where obviously right? and this is the is this his this is the mother of his child, yes. right? Like, Newborn child, yeah. one year. That's what sparked yeah. it. Remember, he had one year and uh, of a. How can you take that risk with yeah. the father of your child? Like, oh. That's what I mean. Where they say the sex. This, I mean, that's what I mean. Where he also even said, she said, years of backed up sex drive, he he type of thing, and it's almost like the excuse is the sex drive. The excuse is sex, it's, and it's really bottom lining it is that you weren't thinking about your partner or husband's or your father of your child's well-being and and that overrode it where and and again i agree completely with what you're saying alice it was all about communication like you can now 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 let's let's i'm gonna i'm gonna take this out of the the way of like how because i think we all agree how terrible this is but i would say that if you if you argue from looking at what the what the question is saying how great of a relationship they have everything was great and all this stuff and the way she reacted to this and how shocked he is um of of that i think he's shocked at the the severity but maybe they have some sort of thing because i don't get like the way it was done and how her reaction to it of when he even confronts her it's years of backed up sex drive and like that do they do they tend to be very playful and do things and she's just going so crazy with this that she's doing that i'm not saying that that's the case but i'm it's very confusing the way he's presenting it everything positive and wanting to say how much of all this stuff so if that is the case again like it's a big violation it, it it's broken down from lack of boundaries set you need to work on that saying like obviously your boundaries are different and, and I think hers is out of whack with most people who are breathing. But, but, but like, because I'm like, everyone is like, wow, that's a big violation. Like, that's, it's hard to go overcome that, which is why I totally agree with getting counseling. But I would also say, again, like, uh, not just setting up for dealing with the sex drive, dealing with forgiveness first, dealing with the sex drive, knowing that that's going to be different, yeah. but also dealing with these boundaries set. Like you need to guys work on communications outside of the counseling and try to build up ways to communicate this way and, and, and that you feel safe and comfortable to even, because we all like playfulness and joking around. I do that with my wife too. She does that with me. But of course, like it can go very wrong when someone might die and someone gets drugged and gets 
this this whole and thing also, is terrible. Like, but yeah, that whole description of him just sitting there, yeah, passively taking it for hours. I'm heartbroken. I know. Especially because they both know they had low libido. Because he he kind of it's it's even worse with knowing the details of how. And she's like giggling about it after dinner. Like, oh god. It's also like kind of like the join me because again they were they were a good match because they had low libidos and they do this and then it's like she's feeling a high libido and it's like all join me come he 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 type of thing but it's like all you kind of want to communicate that with the partner in a way of other than date rape <laughs> just to be clear so sad it's like I'm so sorry it's so bad so um, but yeah I think that's the best we could do um, and again. God, good luck, and you know where all of our hearts go out to you. Everyone in chat here live, if you're listening to the questioner, like again, like anyone here, that everyone here is heartbroken to hear that story. But um, this too shall pass. It's just going to take a long time, and uh, hope I hope for the best for you. You know, this actually brings up a really interesting thing for me. Um, that like we don't actually talk i don't think we've talked about on this show i don't even know if i've ever even thought about it this way but mm. you know um we talk about libidos all the time but we don't talk about values so much in terms of sex and honestly with this couple it just sounds like she values sex very highly and he does not right yeah 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 it's not just about libido it's also about value system like they just don't have that in common so like look if your partner really loves basketball and you hate sports but you get married anyway like you gotta have his consent to drag you like he's gotta have your consent to drag you to a basketball game <laughs> right you know you yeah yeah well might, we always talk about how consent is so key exactly you might go to a basketball game even though you don't value it at all right because you love your husband and so like this guy he might he might have maintenance sex for his wife a little more often than he wants to yeah. if they have this conversation they talk about it and she's like look i really need this right because he loves her and he wants to help her out, but he doesn't value sex as highly as she does, and she needs to respect that. They need to have this conversation. And I think it's the the problem is it's like the the way she handled it is he does she doesn't value him in a way. I know it's I know she wouldn't think that way. I'm guessing, but like that's the way it seems like where it's like all, it's it's if you value because I'm thinking of my own relationship too because I had this conversation with one of our listeners. He was on my show don't want his name but anyway like he was like talking about how like what what we how far we've gone i've asked with my wife right and i'm like oh with me and my wife it's really easy because we don't go too far because we, we're really open really right away with that and it's not it's not like we value sex own like like we have a the match of value of sex we just value each other so much you know what i mean like where it's like all i think that's where it comes from for me personally where it's like all no we both value each other enough that like even if it was not sex if it was something else it's like like you said basketball game that's why it's a perfect example it's like yeah if she really wanted to do that yeah and if it if it comes to sex if i had the low libido in this in this hypothetical because it's definitely actually switched but <laughs> but like but like uh, if i had the low libido and she said i really need I, i'm getting horny all the time and i need you to satisfy me more i'm like give me the cialis let's go <laughs> it's like i mean like even if I didn't enjoy it, at least again, it was that trust, the consent, the 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 vulnerability too to actually say have that to your partner. Talk to your doctor mm -hmm. and do it safely. Do it safely, exactly. And that's not for eight hours where he feels like he's being violated and he being used as a pogo stick. Nobody wants to be used as a pogo stick, like unless it's consensual. Yeah, it's not even in like that is no. Because again, I, I would like, be curious. You are on something something big though, Alice. Because I'd be curious if she did bring it up that way, would he be fine being used like a pogo stick? And I think he would be for up to a certain point because it would be under doctor's supervision. Okay. He would have that. Like you know what I mean? And he and, and the way his question is going, how much he's still gushing over her in the relationship. I'm like, oh, I, he values her a lot, so he would. What a good man you are. You know, take care of yourself. Yeah, take care of yourself. 
and yeah, I hope you find a path where you can meet someone. So much love to you. Where so she much loves love. you as much as yeah. to you. She loves you as much as you deserve, because that's amazing, man. Like, uh, I can see the we love in the question. Yeah, um, and like all of us in in the in the chat in the live stream and, and here on this podcast, man. Like, we could go on for hours about this. I'm I'm really sorry that happened. But that's to what you. this episode's about. It's about letdowns, but sexy time is to bring you up. And we don't do mm -hmm. it for eight hours without consent. We will do it. Speaking of which, how are we doing? You want. We bought, <laughs> we've got probably about five minutes, maybe ten. Oh, five minutes. Five okay. Minutes. We did start Let's a little bit. Let's see. Yeah. I have a question I think we could answer pretty quickly. Oh, good. Okay. You ready for it? Oh, I'm ready. All right. You know, consent is in Japanese. Is yes. Um, so... <laughs> My boyfriend, 26-year-old male, and I, 22-year-old female, okay. have been dating around eight months now, and we really like each other. A couple of days ago, we went out partying. We were a bit tipsy, and we decided to have sex on my balcony. There's Excellent a very choice. small area covered by a glass roof. And somebody lives on the floor above us. Uh-oh, never mind. So first, we were having sex in doggy style. But that kept making me completely exposed to our neighbors who live in front. Hmm. Um, And then I decided to do it in that area. I don't understand in what that, that means. Oh, is it the back door? Is that what we're talking about? Oh, maybe. I don't know. As we were having sex, he was... Oh, here we are. As we were having sex, he was on top, standing, while I was on a table. On a table, on top, standing. Damn. It's kind of hot. Anyway, um, okay. afterwards... I got it. The man who was upstairs came outside and he could see what we were doing. But I didn't want to stop. I saw him. I don't think my boyfriend ever did. So I didn't tell him about it. Okay. And we kept going while this guy was staring right at me. And I was, quote, happily embarrassed. <laughs> dear god i hope the other guy was too should i tell my boyfriend about this and if oh. i do how should i talk to him about it no. i don't actually know why i didn't stop it myself oh mm. this lady's hot anyway um so wait where were they i didn't get that because is it his house they were that... on a, no 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 they I... were on whose place her place her place her place ah her place. okay well like she's balcony okay and they've been only together going out for eight months i guess that's pretty long anyway um eight months okay i mean like so for me personally i think it's dealer's choice you don't have to it depends on what type of relationship you're thinking of like or that you have or that you want to create like it's like I, that's why I mean it's like it's not like you it's not like oh it's a moral authority that you have to say this um, because if it was at his place I probably would say yes you should because who knows what his neighbors might you know what I mean but if it's her place it's not like you really need to unless here's the one caveat if you're starting to get weird vibes from your neighbor upstairs and it's a safety right? if it's a safety issue where it's like all okay I'm getting this weird vibe from the neighbor upstairs it's important that my boyfriend now knows that that's what that might be happening so that just in case they do do something he is aware of the situation but if you're not getting that i do think it's up to you how much you know do you think again do you want to share with your boyfriend or not i mean personally i would share it with him uh, with my partner but but that's my type of relationship that i built with my partner it, it i think this is a question that is very unique to your relationship so there are certain th times where like if 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 you think Again, we just had a question that it was really a big violation of trust and all this stuff. But if you think it's a violation of trust and you guys have that type of relationship, then you definitely should. But if you haven't, it, again, it, it depends on the relationship. But I think it would be between, I, I don't think there's a wrong answer. There's a certain type, certain things that can give you red flags to try to push you towards a direction. But the, the main one is the neighbor, I would say. The other one's the relationship and your unique relationship with your boyfriend. 
Yeah, you know, um, again, I, I agree it's your choice, but I'm hearing in the question, you said you like each other a lot. You've been together for about eight months. Um, you know, it sounds like you're building something, but it also sounds like you're you're young. You're 21, right? So, or 22. 22. She's 22, he's you're, 26, right. I think. So yeah, that's right. So you're, you're in your early 20s. You're still exploring. Hopefully you'll be still exploring in your 90s, but you're definitely still exploring in your early 20s. And you're having a good time. This sounds like it was a good time for you. So I think that it, I think I want to encourage you sort of like I did to the, the, a, pre, a previous question. I want to encourage you to step outside your comfort zone a little bit and talk to your boyfriend about this because I think it could be, maybe he likes it too. You never know. I mean, he did know that you were outside on a balcony and that there was a glass area, right? So he knew this. So it's not like he was. Yeah. It's not like he didn't know that there was a possibility you could be seen. And maybe he thought that was hot too. So I think there's a possibility here for you guys to explore a kink that you might have. You didn't stop. You were happily embarrassed. I think you have a little exhibitionist kink. I love it. And could be fun. And listen, yeah. maybe this opens up for the two of you to try a sex party where other people can watch you. Right? Yeah, they, they sounded um, like they had some good positions. Consenting and you don't have to worry about your neighbors spying on you. That might be a better venue for you to go at this, mm -hmm. um, where you're not going to get caught in public, as we like to say. Um, but you can have people watching you. I, I think you should talk to your boyfriend. And I think you should consider what rabbit hole this might take you down because um, it could be very fun. And um, kudos to you. Be careful with your upstairs neighbor. Um, do watch for that, uh, especially, you know, if you end up in the elevator with him or mm -hmm. in an awkward situation with him, just, just be aware of your surroundings. Be careful. Because, That'd be the one thing I'd be worried about. Yeah. And I, I do, I do generally speaking, recommend caution about uh, shitting where you eat. So um, do be careful with that. Um, if you told me it was like the the building, like you know, way across the way, and the guy was looking at you with binoculars, like that'd be fun. But like, this is a little swinging on the side of danger. So I'm just gonna say, be careful. I would recommend maybe a sexy sex party or something like that if you want to have people watching mm, you i love that suggestion right. that, that's if so, it goes well because like again like in my i mean i want i kind of want to get your thoughts on this alice because uh like i definitely am one who would want to say that to my partner but i definitely am aware of certain things where like in all relationships there's like a timing too it's not like you're always going to keep it for example um i i didn't tell how much um tobacco i've consumed or or even during the relationship when she was in long distance with me or also the, the the drugs that i may have consumed during those times you know what i mean like other things like that because of my partner i don't think i would be married today if i did that at the wrong time do you know what i mean so that's why i'm like all in certain relationships there's weird sensitivities and i can tell her those things now but back then i think it would have been very detrimental to our long-term relationship you see what i'm saying so it's just some things that like in certain relationships have certain sensitivities and the, the, the longer you get on the road, it can open it up. I don't think this would be one of them. So I am definitely leaning towards talking, but I, I just was saying that my point of view is that where there's every relationship is so unique. Some people can be very sensitive to certain things and then they change over time. But what do you think of that, Alice? I was curious. Uh, I definitely think that I've lost you on one camera. Sorry about that. No worries. Um, I saw that. I <laughs> I definitely think that um, it's a better idea if they can talk. Yeah. But I do understand, like, you know, feel it out. Um, see where you want to go. But if you if you see, a, like, a future potentially with this guy, or you want to spend time with him or you want to explore with him, I would tell him. I think it's better to be honest about it. Yeah. Honesty is always the best policy, definitely. 
when, impo when possible. Honesty, truth will set you free sexually. Just got to add that word, definitely. All right. Well, thank you so much for all you listeners, sexy listeners out there, lurkers, lovers alike, and this and the live stream too. Um, again, we live stream this at YouTube. It is YouTube. Now it's YouTube forward slash C for channel. Forward slash C forward slash Sexy Time Podcast. If you want, or just look for Sexy Time Ooh, Podcast. We got our URL. Oh, we've been upgraded. Thank you so much, all of you lovely Sexy Time subs and Patreons as well. This so, is a sexy time whenever y'all are here, I gotta say. Beautiful. Well, um, again, all of you live streamers stay here, but podcast listeners. And, and replay listeners, thank you so much for being here. Again, if you want to join us for the pillow talk we have after each show, it is uh, patreon.com forward slash sexy time podcast. Become a Patreon. We have a lovely little pillow talk. Thirsty for more? Hungry for more? Alice is going to blow your mind with cabin attendant bouncing. <laughs> <laughs> so good. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm you guys so got to check her out. Gotta go, you guys got to come to the live stream. She looks so amazing. And and, and, and again, you oh, could tell that they're, they're whipping you in your boot camp. You, you, had, you had some force with you today, and it was the light side. And a little of the dark. I liked Working it. Hard. I liked it. Oh, you know what? It's a great I'm Jedi, telling baby. You, I can't. I wish I could say what company it is. It's a great company. I'm just. I'm surrounded by good people. How could I not ooze happiness? Oh, uh, thank you again, Alice. It's good to have you back again. We're doing bonus sexy times right now. On if you want to see us live, we're doing a bonus one on Saturday right now, Saturday night, same time, seven seven p.m. Eastern. We're also doing Tuesday yeah. seven p.m. Eastern, where I do a solo show. You might want to catch the Saturday one. <laughs> but come, come and support. Solo shows can be sexy. I highly recommend doing a solo show for yourself anytime you want. Mm, you've done it before for us, Alice. I'm just doing my duty to serve that booty of all of well, you out you know, there. Just a reminder, all our listeners, don't forget to do your own solo shows for yourselves every once in a while. You know? Self-care and self-love. I've been making a lot of videos about that, actually. Master yes. I even made a video called gaming is like masturbation. But anyway, it's it's right. self-care, self-love, baby. It's all good. We're pro, we're pro all that stuff. So, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. See you next mm -hmm. Tuesday too. And next uh, Saturday. And next Saturday. It's cuns and cun to uh, Thanks so much for listening and watching. Till next time. Stay sexy. Stay safe. And don't get caught in public. We love you. Thank you so much for coming along with us on this episode of Sexy Time. The party goes on after each show with unfettered access to your hosts in an uncensored and private live segment we call Pillow Talk. Become a Sexy Time subscriber to join in on the fun at patreon.com slash sexytimepodcast. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash sexy time podcast it is always a pleasure to see you there if you've enjoyed our company and would like to support us be sure to tap that share button and spread the love join us again next week wherever you listen to podcasts for another sexy time until next time this is the mistress of ceremonies sending her love stay sexy